It's Friday the 3rd of February 2023. Welcome to the Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories in five minutes. Let's jump into story number one. The International Monetary Fund has called on Australia to reform its tax system to pay for the budget deficit just as Treasurer Jim Chalmers says that abolishing the Stage 3 tax cuts, which are due to kick in next year, is not on the table. Yes, the IMF urged the government to wind back capital gains tax breaks for the family home and to broaden the GST to help pay for spending in coming years. It also suggested any windfall revenue in the May budget due to higher commodity prices should be banked and not spent. That, in turn, will help ease pressure on the Reserve Bank to stop lifting interest rates. Now, the IMF reckons the local economy will tread a narrow path and avoid recession. It will only grow, though, by 1.6% this year and forecasts unemployment to rise to about 4% on the back of rising interest rates and weaker consumer spending. The really controversial part, though, is calling on the government to revisit the $60 billion in capital gains tax concessions that it hands out each year to people selling their residential properties. Might be a good idea in policy terms, but it's almost a sure way to lose the next election. You can probably throw increasing the GST into that same basket, Michael. Now, Jim Chalmers, the Treasurer, was out yesterday. He said the independent assessment from the IMF backs the government's strategy. He also added that the government's priority is to tax multinationals and improve compliance as opposed to changing capital gains tax or the GST. As part of that discussion, he also said that the Stage 3 tax cuts due to kick in in the middle of next year are not up for debate and they will go ahead. All right. On to story number two. And the National Cabinet meets today, Sean, and the health system is expected to be top of the agenda. Premiers are likely to ask for more money for hospitals. Yes, the meeting comes just as a Productivity Commission report released yesterday bolsters the case for overhauling Medicare to allow allied health professionals such as pharmacists, physios, nurses to take on tasks traditionally done by doctors. Now, in today's meeting, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, will provide Premier's with the findings of the government's Strengthening Medicare Task Force, it's expected to recommend expanding rebates to other health professionals, i.e. allowing people like pharmacists, physios, nurses to do some of those GP tasks. It'll also put less emphasis on the traditional fee-for-service model. And according to the Financial Review, one of the more controversial recommendations may be to give pharmacists powers to prescribe some medicines. And just before we leave this story, the PC report also says that more than 3 million Australians clogged up emergency rooms when they should have seen a GP last year. That is a lot of people. Story number three, Sean, the Reserve Bank will update the $5 note, dropping the portrait of Queen Elizabeth II and not replacing her with King Charles III. Instead, it will feature a new design, which will take some years to work out, that honours the culture and history of First Australians. Now, the bank said it will consult with First Australians on the design. It isn't exactly a new idea. The first $1 note in 1966 included imagery of Aboriginal rock paintings and carvings. The first $10 polymer banknote included examples of ancient and contemporary Aboriginal art. So it's probably surprising it hasn't happened already. While members of the government welcomed the decision, not everyone was happy. In fact, opposition leader Peter Dutton called it another attack on our systems, on our society and our institutions. Hmm. All right, story number four, Sean, if your local CBD feels a little bit quiet, it probably is because workers aren't flocking back to CBDs just yet. The National Office Vacancy Rate rising 
in Sydney and Melbourne centres. Yes, yeah, so that partly was because more supply has come onto the market. Overall, net demand in Sydney was negative during the last six months of 2022, pushing the vacancy rate to 11.3%. It was negative in Melbourne as well. That vacancy rate was 13.8%. Nationally, it's 12.5%. That's a lot of office space out there not being filled by people. The city that did actually improve a lot in the last half of last year was Brisbane. It fell back below 13% after 40,000 square metres was let. Hobart and Darwin also tightened. Perth and Canberra were flat. Just people aren't quite yet coming back to CBDs in the numbers that were there pre-pandemic. All right, finally, story number five, Sean. One of the challenges that many businesses contend with is how much to allow their staff to be on social media. Well, one Japanese trading company is encouraging staff to be YouTubers or to be artists, basically in an effort to retain them. Yes. Anyone trying to hire labour at the moment understands how tough it is. Mitsui, which is a big financial conglomerate in Japan, has dropped its ban on side jobs and will now let employees earn money elsewhere. The move reflects a drive among companies to adopt more flexible working conditions in order to woo young workers particularly in Japan, where the population is in decline and particularly since the pandemic. Now, I started with remote work, then went to flexible hours. Now it's about allowing people to have a side job that could include coaching or working on a tech startup or becoming a YouTuber or an artist. Hmm. Good way of keeping people happy, I suppose. Yeah, sounds like it. There we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Friday, the 3rd of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Listener.